Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. Know what you're thinking right now, Hari Kundabolu, why are you not more famous? Fair enough, that's a... <laughs> I wake up in a cold sweat every morning thinking the same thing. Right? Some of it's on me, right? I've had chances, right? I had a TV pilot last year for my own TV show, and how TV pilots work, it's, they're like sample shows, and a network sees the show and they decide whether you're getting a weekly show or not, right? And so I, I create the show, and I show it to the executives I'm working with, and they love it, like this is really good, but they say you have to cut one sketch out of it because a lot of the other executives are not going to like it. I'm like, I'm not going to change anything, okay? I'm an artist. It's going to go in the way it is. And that sketch was, um... So that, um... So Jesus is getting waterboarded in Guantanamo, and, uh... He keeps turning the water into wine. Uh... And now I don't have a TV show. <laughs> it's funny! It's funny! <laughs> My film career has been shit, too. I've been in one movie. I was in the 2007 classic Sandra Bullock film, All About Steve. Your muted response is appropriate. 7% on RottenTomatoes.com. To put that into perspective, there is a film called Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the Hood. 40%. Not a good start to the film career. I was actually cast uh, in a movie a couple of years ago, a movie called Five Nights in Maine. And it's a movie about a man whose wife dies in a car accident, so he drives from Atlanta up to Maine to be with his mother-in-law, and they're mourning together, right? It's a really serious, intense film. And I got cast without an audition, right? Because the director saw me do stand-up, and she thought to herself, yes, this comedian is perfect for my independent film about death and loss. <laughs> The cast is amazing, right? The lead is played by David Oyelowo, who played Martin Luther King in Selma, right? Should've won an Academy Award, right? right? And his mother-in-law is played by Diane Weist, who's won multiple Academy Awards, right? And there's Rosie Perez, who's been nominated for Academy Awards. And the fourth bill, the fourth bill was me. And as you remember, I was in the 2007 classic Sandra Bullock film, all about Steve. 
Now, all my scenes were, the, were with David, right? Because David's uh, driving from Atlanta up to Maine, but he stops in Baltimore where he grew up to hang out with his best friend, right? And I'm, a, I'm an ER doctor in the film, and we talk about the loss of his wife and the nature of death, and it's really intense, right? And I was nervous about this because David is a classically trained British actor, right? And I was in the 2007 <laughs> classic Sandra Bullock film all about Steve. Perhaps you've seen it on TBS, or on an airplane, or during a CIA interrogation. <sighs> so I had three scenes, all with David, right? The first scene was fairly simple. All I had to do, I open uh, a door, I see him for the first time, and I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing here? It took 22 takes. <laughs> there was a take when I forgot the line. There was a take when I forgot to open the door. There was a take when I forgot the line, so I just said, hey, David. <laughs> David is not his character's name. <sighs> Next scene was up in my apartment. It was fairly straightforward. I, you know, we're talking a little bit on the couch, and then I offer him something to drink. I open the refrigerator door. Fairly simple, but it seemed so boring, right? So each time I opened the refrigerator door, I would say something different was in it. Like, hey man, you want something to drink? Uh, we got some uh, La Croix. We got some orange La Croix. We got some mango La Croix. We got some coconut La Croix. We got some mango, orange, coconut La Croix. Uh, Four loco, uh, bubble tea. Like, I was just saying random shit, right? And every time I did that, the crew would start laughing and we had to redo the whole scene, right? And the director finally got pissed. She's like, hurry, this is a serious movie, okay? And then I'm like, well, then you shouldn't have hired a comedian. <laughs> now, the last scene's the most intense scene, right? This is the scene where me and David talk about the loss of his wife, and it's really intense. And we rehearsed this all week, and it never went well, because I was giving David, like, nothing to work with, right? <laughs> and David saw that I was upset after the last rehearsal, and he said, hurry, don't worry about it, okay? All right, I'm going to improvise a little bit. I'm gonna improvise, so just follow my flow, follow my energy. And I said yes, even though I had no idea what this meant. <laughs> so we start the final scene, right? He has the first line, and he's like, was she in pain when she died? I say my thing, I'm like, what do you want me to tell you? Death is usually painful, what do you want me to say? At this point, he starts screaming and slamming his fist against a metal door. He's just like, ah, ah! And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> acting! That's what acting looks like. But then he says his next line. He's like, why did she leave me? And I'm like, she didn't leave you, man. She died, and you need to accept that. At this point, he starts crying into his hands. He's like, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me now? And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> He's pretending this is real or something. <laughs> this shit is wild. And then he says it again. Why did she leave me? And I'm like, she didn't leave you, man. She loved you. And then he's like, you don't know that. You don't know that. And then he punched me in the chest, <laughs> which was not in the script. So I'm on the ground, he's storming off. I'm trying to finish the scene. She loved you, though. She loved you. 
And the director's like, cut, that was perfect. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, that's perfect? <laughs> this is acting? I hate acting. Watch Hari Kondabolu, Warn Your Relatives, only on Netflix.